You're listening to Real Presence Live. Now, back to more inspirational and uplifting stories and a look at the extraordinary things happening in our local area. Heard right here on the RPR Network. Welcome back to Real Presence Live. I'm Father Bill Ruel, here with Mike Kudrowski, coming to you from DePora's House of Barbering and Lounge here in Dickinson, North Dakota, in the Diocese of Bismarck, just down the street from my own parish, St. Patrick's Church in downtown Dickinson. We've been having a great time this morning, Mike. It's great. Thank you, Father, for being a co-host this morning. Always good to have you. Always bring the lighter side to the, to the show, so we appreciate that. Mike, I tell that. you what, I would do it every day if I could. <laughs> Especially if we had donuts dumped in beer. Uh, there's really something uh, special we're here. We're never going to forgive Paul Ellerkamp for that one, but that's a great. And so we've had some good interviews here so far this morning. Our final guests are a married couple, John and Jacina Carey, from St. Patrick's Church, my parish. They've been putting up with me as their pastor, Mike, for four years now. And they God. don't look any worse for wear. No, they look pretty good so, to me. Father. Welcome to you, John and Jacina. Thank you. Thank you. Good morning. Good morning. And so, uh, how long have you guys been living in Dickinson? Uh, uh, as, a, as a married couple? Uh, yeah. or in oh, wait, right. Because you're from here, here. Yep. right, so John? Been here 45 years on and off. <laughs> you are, you're older than me? What the heck? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wait, you're only 44, I thought. Well. Yeah, okay. and Jacina, you're originally from Colorado. I am. I'm from the Denver area, but um, my mom's from here. And uh, I mean, at this point, I've lived in Dickinson since so going on what, like, probably 14 years already, um, yeah. something like that. And so you guys have had plenty of time to get yourselves established in our great community, yep. and in some particular ways that you have been involved with the church in Dickinson. Uh, what are some of the different uh, Catholic ministries that you guys have been involved with over the years? Well, I would say I think one of the big ones that we first started out with, I guess, uh, would probably be like Badlands Right to Life uh, back go. in Great. back in the day. Um, well, and then we, we kind of have just done a little, I mean... The other John, ministries of, you know, just... Ushering just yep. as re- elector, elector at, at mass. Sure. John's in Knights of Columbus, um, um, and then I, I'm trying to think what else throughout the years. Um, those are probably the big I ones. I think Right to Life was kind of our initial. We did a lot of the marketing mm-hmm. for yeah. that. Yeah, um, th- you were a natural family planning instructor at one oh, time, yeah, weren't you? Right. Yeah, that too. Yeah, yeah. all right. I, I, yeah. Awesome. I, beautiful. Yeah, so beautiful. you guys have been deeply involved, and you have something. New, recent, uh, Mike's showing me a sign before I go on to the next thing. Uh, we, want to, we want to establish some other facts. Tell us about your family. Yeah, I know please. you got a bunch of little kids. we got a beautiful family. Yeah. Well, thanks, Mike. Thank you, thanks. Father Bill. I, look, I forget about everybody's kids. It's not a big deal. It's okay. <laughs> so so we, have, uh, we have four children. Um, the oldest is... Um, what is Isaac, 11? He'll no, be 11 10. in October, but yes. He'll be 11 soon, and we have uh, two boys and two girls. So and The youngest all, is two, yep. and then fill in, fill yep. in, in between there. So. Busy households. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Very busy. And so you are a couple of young adults with young children. We and, are indeed. And you're here today to talk about Dickinson Catholic Adults Ministry. Tell us about what that is. Sure. Um, I am going to go ahead and just... Uh, 
read from our mission statement, which um, to some extent is still a work in progress. But uh, what we have so far is Dickinson Catholic Adults is a community for young adults, roughly ages 18 through 40, 50-ish, mm-hmm. from Dickinson and the surrounding areas who are seeking to grow in their relationship with Christ and friendship with others. Through monthly gatherings, we, we seek to learn more about our faith and be inspired in our walks with Christ so that we can share the gospel with a world in desperate need of the hope of Christ. What a great mission statement. And so these monthly gatherings, I'd love to hear about what those are like. I I know what they're like, but for the sake of our listeners, describe for us what happens at one of these monthly gatherings. Well, I'm going to let John take this one. So typically we get together consistently on, is it the second? It's the second Friday Friday of of every month. month. That way it's consistent. Um, people throughout the community know when it when it is, and we happen to have it at the same location. So it's always at someone's house. The same person. Thankfully, we've had a generous um, the Eberts family, Marvin Eberts and Melissa family, Eberts, who've been able to provide their house for us generously. But we always get together at that location. Uh, usually, we meet about seven o'clock. No, it's, six, it starts about six thirty. Like a little bit of a social, um, and then at the speak, we have a speaker that comes we'll some, at seven. Some drinks, um, some just general community bonding and talking and then typically we have a guest um about seven o'clock we'll have a, a guest speaker a speaker like um, you know a, father a priest well, <laughs> father well has, has yeah been there. Uh-huh. i was there i remember i talked as i often do longer than i was supposed to and that's that's okay we <laughs> we um actually received we sent out a survey recently we received some feedback on that and they've one of the comments was sometimes the talks have gone long but the content was Excellent. So the trade-off was worth so, it. So uh, if you're going to be long, at least be good. That's <laughs> exactly. what I always say. Yeah. And so uh, the presenters that you bring in, is this always a priest that you have come and speak? Not or? always. Nope. We've had, um, a, well, we've had a, a religious sister, um, just a, a few lay people throughout. I would say the majority of them have been priests. Um, we've had an OB doctor. Yeah, we had uh, Dr. Arnold come in, um, uh, an OB doctor here in Dickinson. Um, and we, I think we have um, kind of uh, the upcoming year here. We're, we're going to take a little bit of a summer break here in August. And then we kind of have our lineup of speakers to some extent um, planned out for this upcoming season starting in September. We're going to have um, Father Josh Eli, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, we're looking into hopefully finding like... Um, Someone who can talk about, say, mental health. Uh, we want to get a, a, actually bring like a married couple panel or something. You know, kind of like a set up like a, a marriage interview type of thing or mm-hmm. something. So mm-hmm. yeah, just a few different things like that. All kinds of interesting people and interesting topics. I remember the time that I was invited to be the speaker. It was very well attended. We were there in the Ebert's garage, yes, and it were. was full of people. Folding chairs everywhere, people standing, hanging from the rafters. It was, <laughs> it was really well attended. Uh, I imagine it's always like that. You know, it's it it's, it it's depends. I think um, it just. I mean, it's it's been like thankfully consistently pretty well attended. Sometimes, I mean, I guess Father Bill, you're just super popular. <laughs> I'm used <laughs> to it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But no, I mean, it's always been, you know, you always just come and, and the idea behind it is because we have um, like kind of four, four core couples. Um, you, you always say, well, no matter who shows up, at least we know like us eight are going to get together and have a good time no matter what. And then you're always just like as 6.30 rolls around, you're always just kind of peeking out the window to see if anybody's pulling into the driveway and and we're always, it's just always amazing to see who shows up and, and it's almost like 
the Holy Spirit is bringing certain people at certain mm-hmm. times, like people who need to be there, yep. if that makes sense. Absolutely. So, yeah. so you've been doing this for about a year now. We right? have. Yep. And what, what inspired you to get started with this or what was the need that you saw that needed to be addressed that, that you took this opportunity? Uh, from my perspective, I think the biggest motivating factor was uh, Monsignor Richter. For, yeah. from my, I he's, mean, he's a, he is a big motivating factor. Yeah. <laughs> That's the truth. Yes, I, believe, <laughs> I believe he was partaking in groups like this in Bismarck. I believe there's um, an I organization. Think, yeah, I think his brother that, maybe yes, was involved in one. Yeah, his brother Jerome has been involved. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he, he's experienced with that. And um, I guess, uh, I, I mean, we'd always kind of talked about, I guess John and I had had conversations about how you almost need like, you, you, you need like a, a, to kind of bring community into your homes. And, uh, you know, you can do so many, not to knock, say the church basement events. I mean, those have their place, you know, like, like Casey breakfast, different things like that. But a lot of times, if you really want to build like a good sense of like friendship and community, you need to welcome people into your home and you need to have a group of people willing to do that. And so we were approached by another uh, core couple, uh, Chris and Kristen Deslitz, about um, being part of this. When Monsignor had approached Kristen and Chris about it, and then they kind of came to us and asked if we'd be interested in being a part of it as well. So um, we got mm-hmm. together with Monsignor at the rectory at Queen of Peace, talked about it over dinner, and then he basically said, here you go, you guys take this and run with it. So. And run with it you have. Yeah. yeah. And uh, is there anything in particular to which you attribute the success that you've had with Dickinson Catholic adults? I, I think from my perspective, I think two important things. Consistency with the date and time, or the just the, the day of the month and time. And, the and then this, yep. Yep, the same thing, the, the location basically being the same place every time as well. So. And so that means you have many of the same people come every single time. Right, because they've come to expect it. They know yeah. They know yeah. it's going to be like, this is what we're planning for, second Friday of the month, we know we're going to be here. So yeah. that I think that's a couple of the main factors that have help, helped it keep going for about a year now. And the Eberts have been very generous, allowing us to use their home. In fact, mm-hmm. one time we were there, with, they were out of town, and they said, here's the keys. Yep, they're basically like, just, just you home know, use our over. house. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Set up shop, and we, cl- we cleaned up a little bit. I think it was maybe a little messier than when we yeah that's there. that's the <laughs> premise of a lot of sitcom plots isn't exactly. it your <laughs> parents are gone away. and yeah <laughs> yeah yeah folks uh if you're just joining us we're visiting with john and uh, jacina am i saying that right you are jacina yep. uh carrie uh, uh delightful a couple from dickinson north dakota and they're visiting with us we're discussing the young adult catholic group that meets on a regular basis during the the school year months and uh uh, I'm just thinking of our listeners across the network, five states, ten dioceses, maybe even se- seven states, actually, ten dioceses. And uh, so they're, they're hearing this for the first time, and they're thinking, ah, there may be a pastor listening, there, there may be uh, young adults listening. They say, we want to start that. We want, that's something we should get going in our community. Uh, where do they start? Where do they start? I guess um, I think the most important thing is actually the core couple. Having just just finding, in my opinion, probably three or four like-minded couples who um, want to get something going, and then like again, just committing to the consistency of it, establishing a certain day, a certain time, um, certain location. 
Um, and again, you know, opening up a home. I mean, you have to be willing to kind of bring fellowship. I think if there's one thing we've learned, especially in COVID time, people are like starved for true connection uh-huh. and they want to actually, you know, get together with people over something other than like a, a Zoom call or, you know, mm-hmm, something yeah. like that. So I think it's helped a, I think a lot of people realize just how much we're in need of human connection. Yes. So. And if you are listening out there, uh, folks, and you want more information, you can call our uh, Fargo Studios uh, at 877-795-0122 and uh, the staff there can direct you to uh, to John and just Zena, is that okay, folks? Uh, sure. Uh, if they if they yeah. if they just need uh, you know just a little more information to get going. Yeah, definitely. And then uh, that, again, that number eight seven 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 nine five zero one two two. You can call that number, and you can, we can get you information uh, to get in touch with John and Jacina. So, folks, uh, it is uh, time for a break. We have to uh, take a couple minute break. We will be right back with more of the story from John. And you see Nakari right after this. Don't go away. Stay with us. There's more Real Presence Live to come on the Real Presence Radio Network. Are all sins forgivable, even suicide? I'm Father Chris Alar. Jesus said that there's only one unforgivable sin, the sin against the Holy Spirit. Basically, that means dying without repenting. But how can someone who dies suddenly, such as by suicide, have a chance to repent of any sins? Jesus tells St. Faustina that he comes to the soul at death and gives them three opportunities to repent. Regarding suicide, Catechism 2283 says, By ways known to him alone, God offers them the opportunity for repentance. In essence, the only unforgivable sin is not accepting the mercy of God. So to learn how to help your loved ones do just that, please visit suicideandhope.com. So I can personally pray for anyone you've lost and to get our book, After Suicide, There's Hope for Them and You, which helps with any kind of suffering or loss, not just suicide. I promise it will help. This is Father Anthony Craig from the Diocese of Duluth. I really want to thank my parents today for giving me the faith of Jesus Christ and teaching me the ways of prayer, praying over us uh, when we were sick, showing us uh, self-sacrifice. My father actually was a deacon, a permanent deacon in the church, and he would bring us along as kids because there were six of us kids, and he would bring us along to hospital visits or to work in the food shelf and doing all these various things for people in the community. And I learned ways of serving others through that, through watching my dad. And then my mom, she also was very self-sacrificial of herself. She wore the same pair of tennis shoes for about 10 years to show us that she didn't care about herself as much as the rest of us. And we got new shoes for every school year. We had all of what we needed and most of what we wanted. And the the Lord really provided a, a great example in my parents to show me the way to really Christian servitude and prepared me for the priesthood. You're listening to Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Join the conversation on our Facebook page or on Twitter. And be sure to like and follow us for more great Catholic content. Now, back to the show. Welcome back to Real Presence Live. I'm Father Bill Ruel, here with Mike Kudrowski, coming to you from DePora's House of Barbering and Lounge in Dickinson, North Dakota, right down the street from 
my own parish, St. Patrick's here, Church, here. and we are visiting with two longtime St. Patrick's Church parishioners, John and Jacina Carey. We've been having a good time this morning, Mike. We've been, it, it, oh, we've yes. been enjoying the barbershop. We've been talking about uh, all of the different community activities that go on here. John and Jacina are, are talking about their own place in our Catholic community here in Dickinson. We've got a lot of wonderful things going on in this town. Oh, absolutely. And, and John and Jacina, thank you for coming and, and visiting about this exciting initiative here. Uh, I know the listeners want to know more. Before go we go on, real quick, we're, yeah. we're coming to you, everybody, from a barbershop. We've been talking today <laughs> about our haircut experiences. Poor Mike, when he was a young boy, was subjected to the infamous bowl cut more, more times than he can oh, count. Uh, I, when I was 19 years old, I gave myself a perm. Uh, when I was in fifth and sixth grade, I had a mullet. Uh, when I was in high school, I dyed my hair blonde. You know, I've, I've done all the things you're not supposed to to do to your hair. Well, they've all been destroyed. (laughs) You, you won't see one. So our listeners need to know, John, you can go first. You ever have a bad haircut? Oh, of course. Yes. Tell tell us about one of them. Never one here. Okay, of course. Of course. (laughs) Good answer, Um, John. You know, I think I used to get bowl cuts, too. Uh, Bowl cuts for John. What about you, Jacina? Um, Hands down, the mushroom haircut I got in probably seventh grade. (laughs) mushroom haircut. Yes, I wanted to get short hair. I thought it would look good because I forgot that in order for... That to look good, you have to have natural straight hair, and I have natural curl, and yeah, okay. immediately right. regretted that decision. That sounds very <laughs> regrettable. I think overall today, Mike, the the bowl cut has Was, emerged as the most as despised the hairstyle. <laughs> yes, indeed. And so now we can lay that to rest, and everybody out there, you can know that if you come to the bo- to DePora's House of Barbering, no mushroom cuts, no bowl cuts, no... Uh, inappropriate perms <laughs> just good hairstyles good community let's talk a little bit more about the place of community in our life as catholics you john and jacina are in charge of the dickinson catholic adults ministry uh, where community features greatly as well as catholic content presented by speakers priests mm-hmm. other people um I want to make sure we understand who this ministry is for. You've been talking a lot about core couples, married couples. Is this something just for married couples? I Not at all. I don't think so, no. no. Um, in fact, I don't even think it necessarily has to be for Catholics. Uh, others um, seeking just some direction in their faith. Um, even, Questions even about the Catholic yep. faith or um, just... Yeah, even even maybe even Catholics who maybe haven't come to to mass in a while, those who are just looking for that that friendship and the the just connection. Again, I think connection. Catholic or not Catholic, married or single. Married or single. Yeah. People within a certain age range. Yep. Everybody's welcome. Yes. This is what 18 to about 50 you said? I would say t- probably about 21 to 50. Just 21 to 50. Yeah. Oh, just that's right. We, yes. we, we, we drink. That. We have drinks. Yep. So okay. we have to, you know. Great. But so if there's anybody out there listening thinking, geez, this isn't for me, uh, it probably is. If I you're so. if you're 21 to 50 years old, you don't have to be married or anything like that. This is for you uh, if you're just interested in having some good Christian community in your yes, life. Definitely. And so this leads to 
a question about, um, you were telling me during the break, Jacina, that you are in the process of coming up with a new name for this ministry. Oh, it's no longer going to be called Dickinson Catholic Adults. Is that right? Well, we're, we're thinking, yeah, that's kind of our, our, our thought process right now. And not, not to, Dickinson Catholic Adults has obviously um, worked for us up to this point, but to, to speak to the point about um, wanting to be more like welcoming of anybody else who maybe just is seeking the the Christian community or the the fellowship um, you know we, we thought just maybe a simple like one word name would kind of help with with people understanding what it's about and so we sent out a survey a while back about some some options for those names and we um, these were kind of our options going into it um, koinonia which is a Greek term that means essentially Christian fellowship renovo which is Latin for renew Arise, um, just some uh, young adults, keep the current name, or Verso Lo Alto, which is Italian for just to the heights. And, and I think the and goal the, is. And that saying is associated with Blessed, blessed Pier Giorgio, Giorgio. Fasati, yes. right? Yeah. yeah. So mm. the, the, the idea is just to have a name that not only, you know, is just a simple name that, that uh, you know, rolls better off the tongue, I guess, but also one that, that kind of inspires people to, to, to do that, to reach, to achieve, to. to to kind of have that common goal of, of getting each other to heaven and doing that with, within this community. So, Awesome. Well, I hope you pick a good one. They all sound we great to, to me. <laughs> yeah. We would welcome your input on that. <laughs> you know, and uh, John and Justina, this, this uh, uh, initiative is just in infancy. It's, it's maybe 12 months old Yeah, you got going here. Yeah. Uh, but you see momentum. You, you, you know, Father Bill's audience, they're hanging, f- hanging from the rafters. <laughs> uh, you know, I, I, maybe a little exaggeration. I never maybe. exaggerate. Like, no. But, but the, the, the message here is that it was a good crowd. Yeah. Yeah, it was a good we've, crowd. We've had pretty good crowds. Yep. Yeah, it's it's that's just it. It's again, we're always just amazed at who ends up showing up, and you know, just yeah. we we fill we fill those chairs, we fill that garage with when our speaker comes and everything. Yeah, so great, yeah, great. I think one of the key factors maybe is that comfort level when you're you're at someone's house versus right. the parish basement or or, mm-hmm. or a big venue. This is it's comfortable. People can visit um, openly without feeling you know pressure to yep. to perform or it's small conversations and and it's comfortable yeah it's, stay have, as long as you want yep. we have yep. hors d'oeuvres um it's always funny at, after the speaker we, we always joke about how like the men end up in the kitchen surrounding the <laughs> counter where all the food is and then the women <laughs> right. are just yep. somewhere else <laughs> well it's obviously very attractive if people are willing to spend their friday evening on it exactly uh, yeah and so uh, we sure hope that you'll continue to enjoy that success with it Yes, well, yes. Uh, we have to send it back to uh, the Fargo Studios for a preview of uh, of tomorrow's show, ladies and gentlemen. But we'll be back to to wrap up our our uh, our, our segment here with John and Jacina Carey here in a minute. We'll we'll send it back to Mark in the Fargo Mothership. Uh, Mark, take it away. On the next Real Presence Live, Monday, 9 to 11 a.m. Central, Steve Splunkowski and Tom O'Keefe are your hosts, coming to you live from the Fargo studio. Bishop Andrew Cozens from the Diocese of Crookston will talk about taking up the front line in the battle against abortion. Christina Lahr from the Diocese of Fargo will be on to discuss a children's book highlighting the greatest feast, the Mass. Deacon Ben Seats from the Diocese of Fargo will answer the question, why go on a couple's retreat? All that and much more is coming up on the next Real Presence Live, Monday, 9 to 11 a.m. Central.
Well, Mark, a good job of keeping us on task. I know with Father Bill and my, myself as co-hosts, we, uh, <laughs> we need somebody to keep us on task. But thank you very That's much. Right. And, hey, and, Mark, have you ever had a bad haircut? <laughs> Actually, yeah. Yeah? Was it a bowl cut? No, it was actually like a buzz cut. Oh, oh yeah. Uh, okay. Okay. But, but you know, no. Father Bill, yeah, thank you, Mark. Uh, and But Father Bill, we started off the show with Father Dominic Bach. He, he talked about the young people involvement with the pro-life movement. Mm-hmm. And here we end our show with a, a, another uh, subject about uh, young people seeking the truth. That's what uh, that's what these folks were talk, uh, talking about. They're, they're, they want the truth. And I think the, the pro-life movement, uh, the young people's involvement there... Uh, they're seeking. They're seeking the truth, and and so uh, uh, that gives us a that gives us a lot of hope. Yeah, and seeking the truth within the context of of charity and friendship. You know, yes. truth is not just an abstract idea, but it's something that we live in communion with each other. And another way to describe that is that's the church, Indeed. where where we have a community gathered in charity around the truth, who is not just an idea, but a person. Jesus uh-huh. said, I am the way and the truth uh-huh. and the life. Uh-huh. And if we love the truth, we are more able to love each other. Yeah. We have one, more, one minute before uh, Father Bill, uh, closing prayer blessing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I- any final thoughts, uh, John and Jacina? I guess final thoughts. Don't, don't worry about um, perfection in, in getting something like this going. Just, just, just find a group and and get it going. Um, just, it's, it's always good to seek out community and if and start small and, and, and build from there. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it does help to have a, a, a priest or a pastor involved um, yes. too. That, that that would help. Um, you need that motivating factor. That's right. You yeah. need the motivating factor. <laughs> there you go. Very good. Uh, John and Justina, thank you very much for coming on our show. I know you're busy, you're raising family, you're, you're involved with the uh, different ministries, and you're raising children, and, and, and so, so thank you very much. Well, thanks uh, a lot for being here, you guys. Yep, yeah, thank you both. So, so Father Bill, uh, thank you for uh, uh, your time, and can you lead us in uh, closing? Yes. Prayer? In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Hail Mary, full, full of grace, grace, the Lord, Lord is, is with thee. thee. Blessed art thou among women. And, and blessed, blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Jesus. Holy, Holy Mary, Mother, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. And Father, and Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Thanks, God, everybody. God bless you, everyone. See you next time. This has been Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Real Presence Live brings you inspirational stories of faith and a look at the good and holy things happening in our local area. Weekday mornings from 9 to 11 Central. Tune in for an encore of each show beginning Saturday morning at 6. Get the podcast any time of day or night at yourcatholicradiostation.com or on the Real Presence radio app. And remember, you can be a part of the conversation through Facebook and Twitter. Real Presence Live, local, engaging, and live on the Real Presence Radio Network.